Back <coughs> and better than ever, Grainy, Grainy on ESPN Radio. Long weekend. Here I am. Dominic Foxworth is with us from Get Up. Also, Brian Windhorst joins us. We're back. We're back. <laughs> the latest on Kyrie. <laughs> the latest on Kyrie. <laughs> Black and Abdallah. Bop, 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 bop. What's, What's up, up, fellas? You tell me, man. How was the trip? It was out. What did, what did you bring me from the islands? I didn't bring you anything. Why not? 87 and sunny, man. What did he bring you? He brought me nothing. Nothing? Nothing. I never left the house. We went to a house and never left for a week. Then why go to Jamaica? What do you mean? It was 87 and yeah, sunny. Yeah, but, but you go to Florida. You go to Arizona. You go to Palm Springs, Arizona California. 37 you degrees. To, no, but my point is, like, you could go. Like, if you're just going to go to a house, like a warm house, mm-hmm. like, you could, there's a bunch of, you don't have to go to Jamaica. How long did it take you to get to Jamaica? I don't know, three and a half hours, like that. All right. You could have, like, that's a trip to L.A., Palm Springs, California. Yeah, pass. Santa Barbara, San Diego. Pass. Mm. Just saying. I'm not a huge San Diego fan, so pass. Right. I, like, I like the heat. Did you partake in anything, man? I did, yeah, I drank. You drank? Any, any of the, uh, the sticky icky? I did not. No? I did not. Any jerk chicken? I had jerky chicken. Red stripe? I had red stripe. <laughs> I did. I don't see any braids. I don't see like the... Yeah, there's no nothing. braids on this guy. No? He is... Di- he is- he is a little darker, though. He does have the Drake complexion. like. Uh, oh, yes, no question. Yeah. The Drake complexion is there a little bit. You just need the braids. Yeah, well, you can't do the braids. but. <laughs> love, what I love, love about Drake, love the heat. Drake goes through uh, racial phases, which is very funny to me. Okay, this is this is part of the Abdallah stand-up routine. This is why we stand outside for an hour in the cold <sighs> yeah. to get in to see Abdallah. No, have you oh, seen the, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> he right. goes through his, he did his, yeah. he did his island Chicago phase. Theater. He had an Arab Abdallah. phase once. Like, he yes. was talking in Arabic for a little bit. And I'm like, you... Oh my God! To be uh, like, I'm I'm slightly racially ambiguous. Like yes, I can get slightly. like yeah, like with a tan, people are like, "Como estas?" Yeah, like no, yes, uh, salam alaikum. Uh, but he, he just floats yes. through all the different different spectrums of whatever album he wants to be a part of. You know, yes. uh, Abdal will be at the House of Blues in March. Yes, he will. Be good. I'll be there with everybody. Tight five from Abdal. No, no tight five. No, <laughs> tight it's five. not. It's not. There's no joke. It's just interesting to no. me that like that. that's the guy that always yeah. comes up is See? Drake is just this. I love it. R- racially ambiguous. I love Just this. fish. Just <laughs> swimming through the waves. <laughs> like Soon it. he's giving you a salam alaikum, and then he's so giving funny. you some island vibes, and then he was he was doing the weird drill thing for a while from, like, Britain. Like, he was with Skepta and, like, doing all this British drill music for a while. I'm like, what are you doing? Adam's comedy comes from the solar plexus. That's where it comes in for me. It's the, the deep chuckle. A tight five. That's right, Chris. So, so Charlie is yeah. the Elite is the lead, yes. right? You, you know, he's the iceberg. You get him out of there. And then Abdallah comes in. No, no, I'm opening for Charlie. No, 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 no. I'm opening for Charlie. No, 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 no. If you could go see any comedian, who would it be? My favorite comedian is a guy who Zetterman. not a lot of people have Zetterman. heard of. <laughs> My favorite comedian is a guy not a lot of people have heard of. His name is Shane Torres. And mm-hmm. he uh, he's very famous. Google Shane Torres Guy Fieri. He was very famous for going on Conan. 
and doing a bit about Guy Fieri and how people hate Guy Fieri just because he looks like a member of Nickelback that bleached his hair. Mm-hmm. And like all he, he's like, all you guys, you guys don't understand how like what Guy Fieri. His whole bit is about Guy Fieri and like how he gives money back to charity and how he's officiated a gay wedding and how he gives uh, uh, free advertising to local businesses that wouldn't be able to afford it with yep. his show. And you guys crap on him like he's the sixth member of Nickelback. Like, he's done nothing but be nice to people, but because he's got flames on his shirt, he's the worst person in the world. And so, like, he, he's someone Whitney and I have seen a bunch of times. He's super... You, get, you yeah. guys follow him around like Cat follows him around We do. We've seen him. I've gone, uh, to, I've gone to, like, Batavia to true. see him. Like, he's super... He's great. We're going to see... Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm sorry. Next weekend. Yeah, sorry I apologize. About that. Yeah. He's phenomenal. Did you get it? Was he's this a, punishment for something? He's oh, hilarious. No. He's, Cap, he is not, but he's, enjoy yourself. He's hilarious. Comedy is... Right. Um, Ravinia, where are you going to see him? Vegas. Uh, this Chipotle! I, listen. Do you, oh, they got a, what's going on? What I don't understand <laughs> is why do people drive fast in the slow lane yeah. and then slow in the fast lane. Oh, kids today. And he's the funniest thing since, I don't know, Rickles. People think ah! he is. <laughs> is that the case? Is Rickles, that, people think he Rickles is. Rickles was tremendous. Yes. Uh, he's also not a very nice guy. Oh. Well, we, I've told that story before. Sorry. I don't need to yeah. tell the story again. Yeah. I've told we, the story we, before. We told, we told it's, it's on the internet a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it's on the internet. Mm-hmm. Not a nice guy. Mm-hmm. It was nice to me. So you're going to Vegas just to see him? Mm-hmm. Just to see him, or you're going to Vegas and he happens to be there? No, we're going because he's there. Oh, man. My <laughs> wife and I, my brother and his wife. One Yikes. night, one show, or two? Or does he have a residency? He's there, two shows. We're going to see one. Because if you love him that much, you know he's going to change the flow. A good comedian gives you two different shows. Yeah. We're seeing him, at, I think, at 7, a, 7 p.m. on Saturday night. See, Where's he playing? That's the early show. Win. Yeah. The win? Okay. See, that's yeah. the, the early show. That way you get the rest of the night ahead of you. Well, Go Vegas, dinner, that's yeah. the early show for sure. Yeah. Vegas yeah. 11 o'clock is the early show. He has show. a 9.30 yeah. well. That's an early show. Yes. I knew that we were getting older when, for Valentine's Day, I took Michelle to see Sheila E. Sure. Six o'clock show. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. That's good. <laughs> and that city winery is like, boy, I'm getting home, old. Home man. by nine? Uh, like, yeah, like eight thirty, <laughs> quarter to nine. Like, yeah. this is fantastic. Yeah, six o'clock show. I prefer the early shows nowadays oh, than the, the later God. shows. Because, like, I I'm used to prefer now. the later shows because you, when you see a comedian. Sometimes they'll go like I've seen comedians at a later show and they'll just like eventually they'll be like, all right, that's the show. Now, here's a bunch of other stuff. Yes. And they just sit and continue to tell jokes until basically the venue's like, all right, it's one. You got to go <laughs> like one of those things. Like it's like I saw they shut down a venue here uh, and now it's it's now the Laugh Factory. But before it was something else. And like a comedian shut it down and he played to like one thirty in the morning, just kept going. Yeah. Basically sat down and just told stories for three hours and just kept going. And like Chappelle's noted for that for going to um Comedy Cellar in New York, and, and they'll just, just go and they'll just show up and do like three, four hours. I mean, or Chris Rock will show up and do ten minutes. Imagine if that was sports radio, though. You're already into a show, and all of a sudden, Ben Finford knocks on the door and says, "Can I get, <laughs> can I get a quick five? Can I get ten minutes? I just want to work out this material." I mean, can you imagine if like, that's how it was. What do you mean? Yeah, Sebastian, those, those tickets are not easy to get. He sells out. Everywhere you guys may not be fans, I am a huge. I like fan. when I like seeing when. So I've seen a few comedians that we go up there, and it's like smaller clubs, and they go, "I'm going to be working on some new stuff," and you guys are going to be able to tell. And yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's them just working on. So like this is a while back um, when she was funnier. Uh, Amy Schumer 
did like <laughs> when she was did you hear that she did like yeah. seven days at this small venue on the north side yeah and she was working Here? yeah yeah she did Just stopping in and she was coming and she would sell tickets like that morning and you would buy them and then her final show talib kwali just showed up and did like an hour he did like not of rap like he just played for an hour it was yeah. awesome so basically she went from an hour and a half and said i'm working to get my new hour and went from an hour and a half and we saw her at the, the very first show and then we saw her at the end because i wanted to see talib yeah and she did she went from an hour and a half and worked it down to about 45 minutes and like it was crazy to see what she was working on in the beginning and then like the jokes were so much same jokes but so much tighter and funnier in at the end because yeah. like it took her a week to be like that doesn't work that got a laugh that didn't this is tighter this is this cut this add this and it was like a complete it was the same jokes but completely different yeah so we should do it's that a lab. so we should do that cap we should just uh, crash C- chgo and just say can we get a quick 15 <laughs> <laughs> sit on those couches excuse well, me herb pardon me you know it's just that step you right in there. let me in here me, you say that Jonathan, but that's what it is that's the difference between live radio and uh doing podcasts yeah right? like podcasts you get to perfect or change or edit or you know re-record mm-hmm. where yeah. what we're doing is live in the it's moment it's out the ether there man for sure and yeah. and yeah for most of us, we get to come back another day and we get to work on it or yeah. change it or do something different. But like, I, that's why I find stand-up comedy to be so fascinating because yeah. the, the best of life. the best, mm-hmm. it's, it's pacing, it's the, the right phrase, it's the, uh, the ability to wait. And the right, the right audience. Moment. It's got to mm-hmm. all click. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fact, I, you know who's opening for him is Pat McGann from oh, Chicago. From yeah. Chicago. You've had him on. He's, he's funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's funny. He's funny. Hilarious. Yeah. But yeah, like, it's, it's also to me, it's the best gig you could get into because if you sell out the Chicago theater, like like Chris Rock comes in and sells out three nights at the Chicago theater. There's no overhead. 150 bucks a ticket. It's oh. you and a mic. It's you and a microphone and and some yeah. lights, and that's it. And yeah, you, that's like the all light, cash in your pocket. You don't have to pay roadies. You yeah. don't have to pay. Uh, a, you pay a tour manager and you pay like a couple people, and that's it. Your openers, and that yeah. is it. And they yeah. lock up your phone so no one can steal your jokes. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people do that now. They, they did it across there. Uh, yeah, for Chris Rock. Last time I saw, I've him. been to a bunch of shows. The first yep. show I did that was Chappelle. The very first show I've ever seen where they did that was when Chappelle was coming. The first time he was coming back. Yeah, he played at. Um, How long ago was this? Oh, this was this is pre-pandemic because he was, just yeah. did it. Remember the the uh, Jussie Smollett bit that he did, which yeah. was hilarious. He said, "I figured everybody's got their phones all locked yeah. up." Yep. I'm like. They give bags? Is that yeah. what it is? Yeah, would, they put it in a bag. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You would die. You could hold it. So if your phone's vibrating, they tell the you masters. to put it on airplane it the same mode. Same deal. Yeah. yeah, but it's not like you weren't sweating bullets, though, without no. your phone. You were dying without it. And we right? walked in because they didn't tell you okay. they were going to do this. And we were like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. And they were super efficient about it. You could, they unlock it. It's just like a thing at the... Um, it's like a, when you work in retail. It's like the yeah. thing that's like the safety, the anti-theft thing. Yeah, sure. They just put a magnet on it and it unlocks. Yeah. It was totally fine. Rock was terrific. I last time I saw him was fantastic. That was here? Yep. Yep. We fantastic. will not be doing that at the anniversary party on the 25th. We will not be locking up your phones on March 25th. I went to the Masters. <laughs> it, it, they, there are no messing well, around now. There's this, no phone. Uh, but they don't let you in with it, right? Like, they don't even let you... security stop. You yeah. get frisked, and do you have a phone? goes into a box. Before or after the cheese sandwich? 
When do you when do you get the the warm cheese sandwich? So I did not get the cheese sandwich. I got a chicken sandwich, but yeah, and everything's like two dollars, two bucks. Right. Yeah, I want that ice cream. So so not to be the Georgia uh, peach ice cream yeah. with the two sugar oh, cookies. Not that. to be someone that takes everything negatively, but uh, how is that safe to to lock everyone's phones up? Like Wait. I get that people don't want the experience ruined, but how is it safe? Do you think that there was a time where people went to the theaters with with? phones like always people went to the theaters before cell phones no i understand that but in today's day and age if something happens and everyone's phones are all locked up and you're all trying to demagnetize the little thing so you can get out of there or whatever the case may be isn't that a safety concern Eh, no just for some jokes maybe I mean, and, and you just get a, people out of the building. Cheese sandwich. I think no, you figure the people, phone out later. I, don't I think know. the people that me, are the to most me, nervous. If you want to touch my phone? I'm not going to your golf event. Sorry. I think the people that are most nervous about Sorry. it are like parents they, that get like a sitter you. and then show up to the comedy show and they're like they're worried about their sitter calling with like an emergency for oh, the sure. kids and then would but then you just keep it on vibrate and your phone starts to vibrate. Just walk out and say, yeah. "Hey, unlock my phone." Well, if you're a real G, you have two phones like uh, like Cap. One is sock. Yeah, Cap, you, yeah. Uh, did you I hear this? Your, your phone was ringing off the hook about Fields getting traded? Yeah, is what that, is this? What, we, we missed this. Who, no, what's I just, this? Name names. I didn't say it was ringing off the hook. I told him, a, a guy I went to school with, scouts in the league, and then there were a few other calls. He just said, dude, there's a lot of smoke out there that what's he the might. What's the scouts initials, like, Gigi? Is it Greg Gabriel? Because no. he hates us. I didn't so. go to school with Greg. All right. Greg's a good dude. All right. He hates our show. Why? Oh. You, are you aware of this? No. He hates our no, show. No, I didn't know that. Oh, doesn't he thinks like we're terrible. Oh, doesn't like it, our, it's doesn't, great. Doesn't like our takes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Feels the same Sorry, he's no, not the no, only one. No, no, no. <laughs> Why? <laughs> but when he comes from outside the building, it's different. Why would he dislike your show, <laughs> no? He tweeted he was, something about us He was listening once, once yeah. and then he got very angry on social media yeah. about our show. It was hilarious. And then we said something about it, and he continued to tweet. I'm tweeting. That's I did that. Right. Greg's a nice guy. I like Greg. They're not trading fields. So it wasn't him. I do, no. Okay. I do not think they're going to trade him, and I don't think they should. There's just a lot well, of Well, I said it there. on, what was it? I said it on Friday that, because it came out that uh, the former GM from Minnesota. Rick Spielman. Rick Spielman mm-hmm. said the same thing, right? And connect the dots. Who's the president of the Bears now? Right. Kevin Holtz. Oh, Kevin Warren. Kevin Warren. Yeah. Okay. Who was in Minnesota? With uh, Spielman, Kevin Warren. I, hey, thought, I thought it was, wasn't Spielman. Wasn't it another guy? There's a bunch of people. Spielman said it on CBS. Spielman mm-hmm. was making the rounds uh, last week and said the same thing. And it was like, hey, well, maybe. Like, if I'm the Bears, I go to Justin before the offseason starts, like right at the, those exit meetings, and I say to him, hey, you're going to hear some stuff. You're our quarterback. Yeah. But we have to put it out there like we're looking for other quarterbacks. We need the maximum value for this pick. So, yeah, you're going to hear some people, and maybe it comes from us, that we're looking at other quarterbacks. But you're our guy. We need maximum value for this pick. So with the owner, in order to get maximum value, we need the people to think that, yeah, we might trade you and take Bryce Young. We need to put that out there just in case. But don't worry. You're our guy. Go along with it. You'll be here. Go through the offseason training. Throw with everybody. All that good stuff. But just you might hear some things. Don't worry about it. Yeah, Tannenbaum says he would take Bryce Young. Um, who was the other one that we mentioned? Oh, just a kid from Kentucky, and does he want those other quarterbacks? No, no, no. Who was the other former executive that said he would? Oh, it was McShay, not a former executive. Yeah. McShay said Bryce Young is a better player than Justin Fields. More upside. I would take him. I don't know. I watched every. I watched every Bryce Young snap. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't go that far. I would. I would keep Justin. I would keep personally. the dude that's fifty pounds heavier and four inches taller. That's. I mean, and already proved. Like you, I'm with what you said. You can't reset the clock. 
You can't go back and say, well, now we need to develop another quarterback. Like, Fields is almost, almost there, I would say. To Surround be, him with talent. Yeah. He played well in games when everyone was healthy and playing well. Like, he played... When when the full when every wide receiver was healthy, when the entire offensive line was healthy, that's when they went on that string of games where they were putting up thirty five points a game. They were top five offense in the league. Adam, were you more optimistic about um, about uh, Tua than you are Bryce Young? We're op- more opt- NFL optimistic. No, because I I knew that Tua would have question. the injury problems because Tua came out with the broken hip. Yep, and I was like, I don't know if he's going to be able to play. Right. So he, and he was always fragile, always fragile. So that's if you why- were Miami, and I said to you, I'll. Take two off your hands, and I'll drop in Bryce Young. Would you be if you were a Dolphins guy? Would you? Yeah, rather I do probably that? would do that. Yeah, because now with the concussions too, like he's one more hit away from never playing again. That's like, fair. That's and that you had that has to be a part of it now. Like you have to go in thinking that not only was he injury prone beforehand, and it was always like small stuff. Like the hip obviously was a big one, but he always like his ankle would get rolled up on, and then he would limp for like three games, and then yeah. he was like, I don't know, and then like yeah, Bryce hurt his shoulder, but besides that. He's never really had a lot of injury concerns. Yeah, we, he's smaller. We but... watched the hip thing together, didn't we? Mm-hmm. On tailgate? Yeah. yeah his, we, were, yeah. we were leaving, and all yeah. of a sudden we saw that hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And he was down. out. Yeah. yeah. And, then, cow. and, and even after that, didn't, you didn't know. Didn't McShay say that he compared Bryce Young to Mahomes? Yeah. That's, yeah. That cuts that's in a there. little Young, over top for me. Young uh, Mahomes. The reason why that's over or, the top is because... Smaller. But see, that... It's a longer conversation, but just for brevity's sake, I'll just say this. This is where we get in the trick bag as people that do this for a living. McShay says it because he's on the mountaintop in Bristol, right, mm-hmm. when it comes to draft. He reminds me of Mahomes. When he doesn't reach Mahomes' status, oh, that guy sucks. That's not fair. Well, that, does that, he... To have that lofty expectation to say he reminds me of Mahomes yeah, is not you're, fair. You're, you remind me of one of the five best ever. Does he, why does he remind you of Mahomes, though? Is it because the offensive line wasn't very good and he was running around making plays and turning something out of nothing? Like, is that why? It's just not, it's not he's fair. He's not around. Mahomes. He's not as big. He's not as tall. Like, he's not as, like, he's not, okay, you want to look at arm angle and throwing angle and that kind of stuff? Okay, but he's got to throw differently because he's shorter. I, I just, I don't, I don't like, um, you know, these big, bold, brash statements no. because people will hear that. And, and, again, Bryce Young hasn't even been on the, on the field yet. And so now people will say, well, I thought this was going to be the next Patrick Mahomes yeah. because Michelle said so. Screw that. You know how it is. When you're, doing, worst. when you're doing draft prep, it really um, – the thing that bothers me with it is it seems like your ability to scout all players that you've ever seen lacks, right? Like if you only go to the best – like I hate it when we're uh, getting ready for NBA draft coverage yeah, yeah. and there would be a, a point guard. Like not every point guard is the next Russell Westbrook or Kyrie Irving. Like – Give, give me someone who is like a six man on a team that shows that you have some depth of knowledge of the league. Like you don't have to go See, right that's to the, the thing, top. Though. What gets player. on the bottom line though? No, and I that's know. why you got to take everything that like McShay stuff, says right. with like a grain of salt because like they're also yes they are draft experts, but they're also talking for hours on end and getting aggregated and all that kind of stuff. So when someone says who does he remind you of, you're like okay, well I'm on this TV show Patrick Mahomes, oh. whereas like the guy who's like the nerdy draft person from Pro Football Focus or from Football Outsiders or from, you know, the Draft Network that's like, 
yeah, you know, maybe not. Maybe he's more of a... Taylor Heineke. Yeah, may, well, maybe he's more of like a Justin Herbert. Yeah, or maybe he's fine. more of a... Yeah, if I sit on ESPN, they'd be like, you know what? He doesn't make enough big statements. We're going to bust you down to CBS Sportsnet. Yeah, exactly. H- HQ. <laughs> HQ, right. No one's watching. You go to SEC Network. <laughs> you and Five Bomb can talk about that. I mean, yeah. that's the worst, man. <laughs> All right, we got Bleck and Abdallah coming up next. Uh, uh, did, uh, did Cap here, uh, Cap, thank you for the uh, sound clips that you gave us the other day. Oh, thank yeah, you. We, we appreciate it. It, it was, thank it was you. really good. You know, you were talking about the Bulls front office. Oh, just an awful basketball team. Awful basketball Very team. sad. Very sad, the basketball team. And then you gave us your out cue. Little Tito's, little hot tub. Have a great rest of your night. I'm coming, hon. I'll be right there. Yeah, so there Ooh. he is. I'm coming, hon. You you can't even hear what we're playing right now. I'm no, coming on. I kind of can. Here, I'll turn, I'm off, coming I'll turn on. off my mic so you can hear. Here, turn off your mic. Here, here. here I'm coming on. I'm coming on. So ridiculous. Listen, what? what do you mean, where is that from? That's I'm from coming your recap. On. Your recap. Your recap. Your videos that you're, you're supposed to be on vacation, yeah. man. In the islands, man. <laughs> yes. And you're out here doing recaps. Are we the only ones watching? I mean, no, they got thousands of views but where did you get that i'm coming i'm coming on you said it at the end that's this you see what you do don't you you said it you say at the end i'm coming hon i'm coming on and then back to to the beach (laughs) he hates you oh god i'm coming on take that shay wants me to hit the bump i'm coming on Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Black and Abdallah, we're in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app, live and local in Chicago. We'll take your calls today at 312-332-3776. Each day, Greeny only has one place to start. Here we go! Go, go! Only one place to start. You know, Abdallah, we'll get to some Bears conversation a little Hmm. bit later, but... uh, Here's my opening statement on NBA All-Star Weekend. Ready? If they don't care, then I don't care. Yeah. Because that's what it seems like to me, is that if the players and the league does not give a blank about anything that goes into the weekend celebration, which used to be awesome in the NBA, then why should I care? Why should I dedicate my time to watching this stuff if the players participating clearly don't enjoy the event And the league has really done so much to change all these different pieces of it, whether it be the dunk contest, All-Star Saturday night, to the All-Star game, picking the teams right before the game, everything that goes into it to the players talking about the game itself, saying it was a glorified layup line. Mm -hmm. Why are we even doing this in today's day and age? Kids. 
We're doing it for the kids and for the sponsorship dollars. Like the Kias and the, all that stuff that it was, that like everything is sponsored. Everything has logo placement on it. I mean, Vin Diesel is out there doing stuff for Fast X before the game in the intros. Like, that's why it's not going to go anywhere. And it's mostly for kids. Kids get to see their favorite players dunk during the All-Star game. They get to see their play- favorite players play alongside each other. They get to see players in the dunk and three-point contest. I thought that stuff was interesting. But, like, to me, it's less about the game itself and more that I don't get why people still complain about it. Here's my example for you, okay? I don't like ranch dressing. Sure. Okay? I don't put it on my wings. I don't put it on my salad. I don't use it to make things. You dip your pizza in it. I don't know. I don't like ranch dressing. Okay. So when I order wings, what I don't do is dip my wings in ranch and take bites and go, man, this sucks. Take another dip, take another bite. Oh, this is horrible. You know what I do? I don't eat ranch. If you don't like the All-Star game, don't watch it. There's other, there's a bevy of television programming that's on. Go for a walk. Do something else. I don't order a salad and go, yeah, give me that ranch, and then complain to the waiter about it for the 10 minutes I'm eating the salad and say, this is awful. Why would you do this? I do it to myself if I, do, if I order something with ranch. Don't complain. You don't have to watch it. It's the, it's it's on one out of a billion channels and streaming services. Just don't turn it on. Find something else to do and come back to the NBA on Thursday when they when they start playing again. Your example doesn't work because of this. Did at one point you enjoy ranch? At one point in your life, did you enjoy having some ranch no, alongside your but salad? I, I've never really wings, liked the All Star Game. Any, I've never really liked the All Star Game. I like the dunk contest and the three point shooting contest. The point I'm making is that these events for the NBA NBA All Star Weekend has, in the past, been enjoyable. The game itself has had moments where it was enjoyable. The dunk contest in the past yeah. has been enjoyable. I'm, the I'm talking about the shootout. game specifically. Well, I, I'm talking about the entire weekend yeah. because Adam Silver uh, seems to try and change every element of the league. The only thing he hasn't touched yet is the 82 games, but that's that's coming down the pipeline, I would imagine, at some mm-hmm. point. And the actual playoff structure, once you get to eight teams aside, you know, he's already added the play-in tournament, which is, you know... Now allowing teams that are sub five hundred to try and make the playoffs, which I I'm like morally against. Yeah, I don't understand this watering down sports thing it's where stupid. everyone needs to be participating in the playoffs. If you're not good enough, you're not good enough. You yeah, have the entire regular season to get there. And so, I understand your point. Go do something else Go with something your time. Else. Don't go enjoy something yeah. else. Go watch something and else. Don't complain about it because no. it's not for one. It's pro- it's it's geared towards children. It's not for you. Like, let's be honest. It's the All Star Game is not for forty to sixty year olds to be watching. But, it's for children. But when we enjoyed it, we were children. Exactly. And, but that's my point. Is now they are diluting this all the way down to a product that's unrecognizable. How can you even entice kids to be interested in this? You see what yeah. I'm saying? Like Team LeBron, Team Giannis. I mean that. Like I understand you want to make them because captains, here's the thing. But the whole draft beforehand, it took an hour. To look draft, at, and then they paused for a concert. I know. What was the point of that? But look at, I sat down to watch a basketball game. But look at kids nowadays. Like, I had a Jordan jersey. I had no other jerseys besides 
Bulls jersey, Bears jersey. Like, I only had Chicago stuff. Nowadays, kids have Steph Curry jerseys. They've got Doncic jerseys. They don't care about East versus West. They just care about their players playing. Well, is there any point to have any All-Star games at all in 2023? That's what I want to ask you. We'll talk about that coming up next. This is Chicago's Home for Sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports. Black and Abdallah are back. This is Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. Blocking Abdullah in for Greeny today, live and local in Chicago, talking to you here on ESPN 1000. If they don't care, I don't care. Did you see the end of the All-Star game last night? Team Giannis, they win 184 to 175 over Team LeBron. Who plays on each of those teams? I don't know. You had to watch. Not Giannis Uh, or LeBron. It's not easy uh, to say (laughs) the East against the West uh, because the NBA has changed this. They had an hour-long draft ahead of the game to figure out the two teams, uh, which was lame because they selected the reserves before the starters. Mm-hmm. So they tried to hide the fact that no one wanted Lowry marketing on their team, but he was the last pick. Uh, so marketing was last basically because Jokic, who was the second to last guy picked because no one really thinks he's one of the best players or the best player in the league uh, with all his MVPs. Uh, he just chose LeBron's team. He got up and walked over to LeBron's team. LeBron didn't even pick it. And I don't know if LeBron really knew that his name was Jokic. He called him Joker and then kind of said something under like he, he kind of, you know, when you uh, don't know the names, so you yeah. kind of remove your, your mouth from the mic. And, he's, uh, and uh, he kind of pulled one of those yeah. as Jokic uh, chose Team LeBron. Yeah. And so the NBA, like, here's the problem. You, you make the point. If you're not interested, don't watch. Mm-hmm. I would respond by saying, if you enjoy the NBA, if you enjoy sports, if you enjoy the league, if you enjoy the history of the of basketball, in the past, these events have been pretty cool. You remember when the uh, All-Star Game was here in Chicago? What was that, 2020? The yeah. All-Star Game was here right before the pandemic hit. We mm-hmm. were uh, at the United Center for the game, yeah. and that was the first time they had the uh, target score ending mm-hmm. to the contest. And both teams took it seriously at the end. And there was some good basketball. That was a good all-star game. It was enjoyable. Yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It, it was a great event. I would say it was mostly because we were there and you're a prisoner of the moment. And we were in the building when no, it remember, happened. Remember so. in the fourth quarter, it went down to the final yeah, couple possessions and free, back but and forth. free throws and, won it, remember? Yeah, but, it was kind there, of boring. There was defense being played. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Joel Embiid was going against LeBron. And there was back and forth. And it, it, it was enjoyable. You know, watching the game last night, my biggest takeaway of the game itself was that the players in the game did not care. There was one guy out there who cared about scoring a lot of points to try and win the MVP. That was Jason Tatum. Mm -hmm. Uh, Outside of Tatum, it seemed like Donovan Mitchell was out there trying to do something. You know, outside of that, I don't know if there was really competition taking place. And I get it. It's it's an all-star game. It's uh, an exhibition. Yeah. But 
when you dilute the product so much, you know, you sit down to watch it. There's an hour-long draft and concert from Post Malone before the game even starts. You don't really know who's on each team. Okay, that's, you know, whatever. You have uh, Chuck Barkley and Shaq and Kenny talking over the announcements of the of Ernie Johnson introducing LeBron. Is that and, on purpose? Or the hot, those were hot, those hot mics. I think they were hot. Okay. Because, like, it was LeBron, it was Shaq and Barkley making fun of each other. Like, they were, like, trash-talking each yeah. other. Like, when other people were speaking. Yeah, yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think they knew that they were on the mic. Uh, so that was weird. And then you go to Saturday night. You know, usually we could say, hey, was that the greatest dunk contest you've ever seen? No. It was a G League guy. It was a G League guy who signed a 10-day to be in the league for the week to get into the dunk contest. Congratulations to him. But... Do you think he'll he'll ride out the rest of the season for the Sixers on their bench or he'll make the playoff roster? I doubt it. Probably not. They'll probably send him back to the G League within the next week or so. Yeah. And at that point, you have all these other players. You have stars who are in, te- in attendance for the game, and they're being asked, hey, John Morant, will you ever partake in the dunk contest? His response, no. <laughs> like, the the players don't even want to be there. That's why, because they could get shown up by some G League guy. That's why they don't want to do it. It's an ego thing. Because they get because that's the thing. If you want to see the stars dunk, watch the All Star game. LeBron's throwing it off the backboard to himself. Everyone else is dunking. Like if you want to watch the top stars in a dunk contest, watch the All Star game because that's what that is. You want a three point shooting contest? Watch Steph uh, last year. Put up 50, hitting 16 threes. Like, that's that's your three-point shooting contest. Like, the game, if you look for small things in the game, you can find enjoyment. And that's why, to me, like, it's, first of all, it's never going anywhere. So this idea of canceling All-Star games is never going to happen. There's way too much money involved, especially with the NBA All-Star game. The NFL canceled theirs. The NFL canceled theirs. Theirs isn't, like, in the middle of the season. No one was really, but all the, but they still do the events. and the sponsor, matter? The sponsorship dollars are still there. Yeah, they have an a, they have a an all star event, but yeah. they don't have an actual game. Why this, doesn't the NBA just do that? Because they will. They they, they had a flag football game. You know what people would be interested in is if you set the prize money at a, a big price where the guys actually cared, and you had a one on one competition. Like that would be something that people would be interested in mm-hmm. to see who like the king of the mountain is mm-hmm. who the best player in the league is playing one-on-one that I would, would like be to something see... that'd be interesting do you remember uh there used to be a game that you'd play to 21 yeah. where it was like everyone was on the court at once and whoever scored got to go to the free throw line and make free throws until they, so missed, they missed type of yeah. thing like if you did something like that and you cap the free throws at three so then you make your three and then you get the ball out against four other guys and it's one on four like Stuff like that would be interesting, well, you but no wanna, one tries. No you, one wants to participate. You want to do the whole picking teams and that kind of thing. Give me a big three tournament where you get to pick teams. Like, I want to see these guys. Yeah, like three, three on three. three that would on be interesting. Three. Give me three on three. They get to pick their teams, and it would be funny. Or, or it would be, be fun because you'd get guys that you don't normally get to see play together. You get in three on three. It's shorter. You do, like, they play for ten minutes, and then that whoever's at the winner at the end of ten minutes, they move on. You do, like, a tournament style. Like, that. that's something I could, I could probably get behind. And then that winner gets to split a million dollars or gets to split whatever you decide to do it for. And it's brought to you by Kia or it's brought to you by whatever. My point is that the people that are saying that it's there's there, that it should just be get do away with everything. Do away with baseball, do away with the NHL. Do, there's too much money involved. They're never going to get rid of it. There's too many eyeballs on it for the the sponsorship dollars. Everything around. We saw when we were here. 
Like all the events that were happening around the weekend of the All-Star game that people didn't see. Everything's a Mountain Dew this or a, a car this or a Verizon this or a T-Mobile this. Everything you go to in the city is sponsored by something where a, a player is there doing something for someone. Like it's always like every players debuting new shoes that are coming out. Nike's got a bunch of money invested. Adidas, New Bounce, all these teams have so much money invested that there's no way it goes anywhere. So let me ask you this question. Am I washed or is the NBA doing too much? Because 30 years ago, 20 years ago, it was, the way we consume media was different, right? So kids today now have access, like you mentioned, to all these different players at all times. They can watch on YouTube. They can watch on the NBA app. They can get League Pass. They can watch all of these players at all times. Having them all come together for an event is not special anymore Mm -hmm. because they can access these guys at all times, right? And, And you can be a fan of a team and live in a different city, which 30, 40 years ago was unrealistic. The only way... You were a fan of a different team from a different city was like because you lived there for a certain amount of time in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Like there was no transplant fan just because you enjoy watching the Miami Heat living in Chicago. You enjoy watching the Golden State Warriors living in Chicago. Now a kid can grow up and be a full forced fan of a team on the West Coast living in Chicago their entire life, right? Whether it be football basketball, any sport, right? So is this more of a uh, critique on us because we're elder millennials who grew up with uh, cable television and the game of the week and having to read a newspaper to see the standings and the scores from the West Coast and then enjoying SportsCenter because there were highlights that we couldn't always access? Mm -hmm. Or is the NBA trying to cater too much to young fans by trying to jazz up all these different aspects of All-Star Weekend? The answer is yes. You are washed, and the NBA is doing too much. The answer is both. You're old, I'm old, and it's we are, like, cool dunks don't really do it for me anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like an in-game dunk is cooler to me because you've got a defender, you've got, like, it's different. It means more to me than it does. But also... The NBA is also trying to do too much because they're, they are losing viewers for this game. So they tried to do, you know, the, the Elam ending at the end and you've got the running score at the top, but each quarter score different and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, they are doing too much by doing the, the picking teams and it's not East versus West anymore. But also we're old. Like we're just not, it's not, I'm resigned to the fact that all star games are for kids. That kids enjoy watching them. Do the kids? Did the kids enjoy this? Last I don't night? have kids. Did but the in kids the past, enjoy? But talking to people the activities here, over the weekend. Talking to people here with kids, and we'll talk to Carmen and Yurka when we cross talk with them at noon. And talking to Sylvie before, his kids have enjoyed the games. They enjoy watching their players, their favorite players. They're also the kids that have the Steph Curry jerseys and the Doncic jerseys, and like like they are the ones that are are they like other players that aren't. Bulls players. I had other jerseys as a kid. But you didn't go. You I were, had a, a Charlotte Alonzo Morning jersey. I had other jerseys. I wasn't only a Bulls fan, even though we grew up in the in the 90s in this city. But you were watching the All-Star game to see, like, your guy. Like, you wanted to see, see Jordan. Other, you wanted to well, see. Well, to see other guys, too. Like, that it's was different. cool. It's different. Because I, we, now, we had NBA inside stuff on Saturday mornings. Yeah. And we had the game of the week. 
And that was like basically it. But now, and then your local games. You can go to google.com and type in Luka Doncic and just pull up highlights. Like you don't have to wait to see your favorite players anymore. And that's what the NBA is trying to I'm not saying combat, but I think that it's they're trying to get more bang for their buck and by having some of these guys play because if you like the league is all playing with your friends now, right? That's what these super teams are. That's what these, you know, I want to team up with Kyrie or I want to team up with Durant or I want to go play with LeBron or I want to do this. It's guys just wanted to play with their friends. Like, that's what they want to do. And now you get to see that when players just get to pick teams and you don't have anybody picked last, even though you kind of do have someone picked last. And also you're old. Blocking Abdallah here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN you're Chicago app. Washed. Am I washed, you're washed or is the NBA doing too much? It doesn't have to be just the NBA. It's all leagues. You know, are you interested in the MLB All-Star game? Is that something you're you're getting into when we get to that point in the summer, Abdallah? Is that something you're you're a fan of, watching the home run derby? The All-Star game in baseball, is that something you're, you're interested no, in? No, again, but kids like watching their favorite players hit home runs. It's for kids. Three, one, two, That's three, why there's three, kids two. in the outfield trying to catch the balls. Three seven seven six. Are we washed or are the leagues doing too much? Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitter at ESPN One Thousand. This is Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Blocking Abdallah in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000, live and local. You can call us at 312-332-3776. I'm disappointed in what I saw in NBA All-Star Weekend. You know, Shane Orling producing the show uh, right now just mentioned to us also, the other thing that's so strange about the NBA, why was Carl Malone involved last Yo, night? like, <laughs> Google Carl Malone, yeah, NBA. I, I would imagine. Adam Silver. A lot of younger people probably are not aware. What are we doing? Of Carl Malone's past, especially when he was in college. Uh, the fact that they celebrated Carl Malone at halftime, because, you know, it was all choreographed by LeBron. He had to break the. Everything about LeBron James and his career is, That's is another carefully uh, constructed to make it perfect. And they had the celebration for LeBron at halftime. With Carl Malone on the stage being featured all weekend, which is so strange for a league that always claims to be socially aware and, and involved. It, that is bizarre to me. Are, are, there's something, there's like a, like a psychological thing with LeBron about constantly having to be told he's the best. Oh, yeah. Like they he knows he's not. They didn't do That's this. Why. Like, they didn't celebrate Jordan no, could, during his playing career like this. Because LeBron desperately needs people to tell him that he's the best. You know, like They uh, announced that he's out for the rest of the All-Star game, but he's on stage with Kareem and with Malone, and Wade introduces him as, like, the highest-scoring player ever. And it's like, okay, do you, why are you doing this? So he, here's the thing with LeBron, right? He breaks the record and then misses all of the Laker games until the All-Star break because mm-hmm. he's injured. But he makes a trip immediately after he breaks the record of course. to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he could be seen on camera at the Super Bowl putting a crown on himself. Putting a crown on himself. 
Not Michael. Like, like if you want to be a LeBron super fan, you really, you really have to consider like this. Everything in LeBron's career has been carefully constructed. Not my goat to be perfect, and he got his celebration at halftime with Carl Malone on stage. Congratulations, LeBron. There you go. <laughs> You'll always be remembered as the yeah. all-time leading scorer with you, Kareem. And Carl Malone. How about uh, the Mac McClung dunk contest? Probably the best moment of the weekend. Ended with Mac going to dap up good old Carl Malone. <laughs> Let's get a handshake in there, pal. Seriously, if you're under the age of like 30, Google Carl Malone. Google Carl Malone. 13. My favorite, so. 12. It's actually, is, it's worse than 13. It's 12. 12. Yeah. If, yeah, yeah. Can 12. I just say yeah. it? Can, should I just say it for the yeah. people no, who don't want to nah, look? People can Google it themselves. Why? She had the kid. I know she, she had, had the a kid. baby a with a 12 year old, Adam. That he is also, a factual he, statement. He also had a pair of twins uh, with another woman and went to court so he wouldn't have to raise them. Yeah, no. And, and the 12, the. The baby that came from the twelve-year-old is in the NFL. He shuns. Yeah, he he has no. Yeah. he has nothing to do with them. I, but yeah, sure, the NBA celebrated him. Why not? I, if you want to check out a uh, a great series, Chris and I earlier this year went to Lollapalooza <laughs> and ruined a kid's day. Yeah, there there was when, a kid in a Lala. He was at Lala in a Carl Malone jersey, throwback jersey. Yeah. And I told him, have you Googled Carl Malone? Google and Carl he had Malone. no idea what we were, we're talking, talking about. We're talking, and you're like, hey, man, and we told did he him, take the jersey off? Why are you wearing no. that Hakeem jersey? No. And people were like, well, you know, I really loved Hakeem. Yo, man, why are you wearing that old school whatever jersey? And be like, you know, I really just love this player. And we went up to the kid. It was like, you should probably Google Carl Malone before you wear that tomorrow. Like, maybe go buy some merch and cover that up. To the kid's credit, he did look at us uh, seriously like, oh, no, I blanked up. Bro, I'm seriously not having a good time. And he's like, man, I, I got I to gotta change jerseys. He was not, he was no, not having listen, it. If you want to have a legend, like an NBA throwback jersey, just avoid the Utah Jazz. The Utah Jazz <laughs> yeah, are not right? sending their best. What about Karolinko? You could go with uh, Karolinko, maybe. AK-47? Yeah. Corey Isn't Naperville. there a Brooklyn Karolinko jersey? Just avoid yeah, the probably. Utah Jazz. Could, just be yeah. safe. Corey Naperville, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Corey? Corey. Corey. So if I remember Corey. correctly, his his wife would let him uh, be with another woman once a year. But um, I've been watching the slam dunk contest and all-star festivities since Larry Nance. And this was my first year. I didn't watch anything. Why is that? Just no interest. Just, uh, you know, I, have, and I, I even have kids, 14 and 11, and they love basketball, but we just didn't watch it. Just no interest. All right. We got right. you down, Corey. Thanks for the phone call. I'm sure Corey didn't call up all of his friends and tell them how he wasn't watching it and how much it sucked, though. I'm sure he just went about his day and carried on as if he had a normal What is wrong with you? A normal day. You, I, the guy who complains about people complaining about something. My tweets aren't hurting you, Adam. I have to I read them. Complain. I have to read them. That's not hurting you. I have to read them. <laughs> I have to read them. You I have can to read your tweets. Fine. No, you I don't mute. want to unfollow him. You can mute, Shay. I want to know what XFL games he's gambling on. Well, speaking I, of. Maybe next weekend. I'll let uh, you know. I, right. I've got a question. It may be the dumbest topic you'll hear of the day, but I want to ask you about this. Okay. All right. Coming up in two minutes, I've got a question for Abdallah. That's coming up next. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports.